And it's uh, time now to visit with uh, the mayor of Clinton. It's always a pleasure having you on the radio. It's always a pleasure to be on the radio. We appreciate you driving in, and and, uh, it's kind of pleasant to get out there. I drove over to Clinton the other day for Rotary and enjoyed uh, driving over and going across that new bridge. Yeah. Now, that's a pleasant, pleasant surprise in the design and credit ODOT. I didn't see as much. I thought there would be a little more flooding along the river, but there wasn't as well, much. they made some accommodations for that. But there, they, it did flood, you know, in the golf course area a little bit, as I understand it, in some. I understand uh, it, though. Uh, Clinton was one of the only golf courses in the area that stayed open. Weatherford was closed all last week because of the tree well, damage. I think Weatherford uh, received a overall rougher blow than Clinton did. Uh, the Sunday, Saturday night a week ago, as opposed to Clinton at Friday night, and we lost some business uh, roofs, and it was rough. But um, Homeland, they were one of the ones in which I guess it was they the most closed. damaged, right? Yeah, I got a call um, in um, Southern Baptist Life. We have a uh, area missionary who oversees uh, several in our. Uh, association of churches, Baptist churches, and he called me, Terry Riles, and he said, does Clinton need any help? Uh, they have a Baptist uh, disaster uh, program, you know, where uh, people go out and help. And I hadn't even thought about that in terms of, like, uh, a reality. So, of course, I checked with the city, and while things were broken and uh, trees were down and that sort of thing, um uh, we did not need immediate assistance, but they were already over in Weatherford, and they had like 40 or 50 people assisting without within the community, uh, trying to get things back together. So, yeah, there was a a clear difference in in damage. I saw a lot of love out there. Harold spoke of that, and we've even had some other friends that tell us how the community came together, especially in the neighborhoods in which they lived in, and you get work done, and you and you care. And, and this is shown when something like that happens. So, False Lake, any ideas about that? Have you been out to check it out? You're you still on that board? Yeah, I chair that board, and that's a right now. That's a uh, that's an all positive thing. I mean, they're having to let water out, um, all of the up uh, upstream uh, ponds and that sort of thing are now full, and uh, of course it's a Washita River fed lake, and. Um, uh, it's. Uh, I was at a meeting a week ago Monday, and they were just like a foot away from like where you have to let it out all the time. So uh, their feeling was is that the res- uh, what would happen this this last week is that Foss would be up to Greg Clinton Lake is completely full, and you know it's just life's like that, isn't it? I mean, it's, you it's remember extremes. just a few days ago we were talking yeah. about no water in Lake Clinton. Right. Foss was way down where, the, where they found those old cars. Uh, and, and oh well, that was right. That yeah, was that during was the low, low end. Remember that was the yeah. yeah that was that was. And you know, Weatherford in this area over here. I, I you know, living the geography is where you live and, and what you really focus on. And uh, I live in the West, and I didn't realize how. We're talking about differences. Weatherford, Hydro, and and on uh, and on East did not receive the the drama of an. We almost lost uh, back in 2011, Western Oklahoma. I mean, you know, in Clinton, I mean, it was an absolute nightmare. And uh, with that, we've we've now passed that. Uh, it's really interesting. Clinton's Lake was built in about 19. 
29. And it is a gravity flow lake, a runoff lake. There's no river really that feeds it. It's just it's runoff. And it had been going absolutely 100% uh, delivering water until that drought. And FOSS was always just an insurance, uh, a water insurance program for the area communities, Hobart and whatnot, until the 2011. And uh, everything I re- went down. I remember those days, and it was a little different than it is now in terms of the drought. I, I was on the council at the time that we did come up with a solution, I think, that lasts and forever. It is. It, and it, that, I talk that, you know, we're about to have another historical moment in our w- highway uh, uh, system change that's historical but it, it a historical moment and you were on the council was when the decision was made to put before the people to vote on that water treatment center at a reverse osmosis center and that has changed the dynamics in the to the positive for clinton for pretty much forever for more of a backup system if well is it, it used it, for backup it, or using just, it no i mean it's so expensive i mean we're blessed right now with like you know the water from Clinton Lake, and now we pay for FOSS water and have for you know since the early 70s, uh, and have to pay and have to buy so much whether we use it or not. So we really Clinton has been protected up until that drought, but this is a groundwater uh, treatment center now that if everything else fell apart, we could um, supply water to Clinton. Uh, through this new system, it, right now it's it's just being run enough to keep it healthy. Uh, it's an electrical. Uh, there's a lot of electricity involved, so it's a more expensive. But we've got it, and it's and it's fantastic. It can help us in industrial. So do you times. consider it backup? I you guess, run it a little bit, but well, we not just enough. run it enough to keep. It, I'm sure it's dry. expensive to run. I would think. Well, it it's is. Be, if we were 100 percent that 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 water expense would be uh, much higher. But we're blessed with. But our our obligation comes with false and and that's right. We also have the opportunity of doing so with Weatherford. We'd like to share some of this water with these guys. A, Who's going to know, pay for that pipeline? Well, Mike Brown and I uh, were a, a same accord, and our city council and their trustees all got together oh, over a year to go right in that COVID time when there was COVID money that had been given to the communities, and so we launched a engineering study. You might recall. Yes. Um, both communities together to see the feasibility and thinking there might be some some money that would help if uh, this transfer uh, line could be built. And what we have is the absolute uh, beautiful set of plans. But it, uh, should the day come that we feel like that that's absolutely the thing that should should be done, it's, it's extremely expensive. Extremely. Well, it's expensive. not going to get any You're cheaper. Talking like forty-five million. Uh, you're talking about real, real money, and which it depends on on the size of the line and and that and that sort of thing. I, it's very futuristic in talking about it, but we have the plans. Well, now, that's that's a good thing, and uh, we do have the engineering plans right. Very good. We're going to take a quick break. Uh, talk back. Uh, we didn't still have it. Did you get any information on the street sweeper yet? We're waiting on that. Yeah, we'll, find get, out. we'll stay tuned. Stay tuned. We had we'll a find listener out. wanted to know where the street sweeper was. No. Yes. Okay. We'll be back with more right after this. When you're drinking no, a frozen beverage from McDonald's, your brain may not like how refreshingly cold it is. 
But the rest of your body, oh yes, it's gonna relish every moment of it. Because there are drinks, then there are drinks from McDonald's. Get all the chill you need for just $1.59 from any size frozen drink, like the new frozen Fanta Strawberry to a classic frozen Coke. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. At McDonald's in Weatherford, Clinton, and South Main in Elk City. Hey, Heston, is your wife hot? I think my wife's hot. Greg, Greg, is your wife hot? You got that right. Hey, Todd, what about your wife? Yeah. Is she hot? Yep. I was really hot. So your air conditioner's on the fritz, too? Well, now I'm cool. Cool as a cucumber, thanks to experts at Four Seasons Heating and Air. That's Western Oklahoma's only factory-authorized carrier dealer. Oklahoma license number 92419. This summer at Cummins and Weatherford, it's red, white, and boom! Nothing says freedom like huge discounts. Cummins has a large inventory of GMC vehicles in stock, like the new 2023 Sierra 1500s and Sierra heavy-duty trucks. The best quality, the lowest prices, and easy financing. So get your freedom on and make your summer grand at Cummins and Weatherford. Cummins, Cadillac, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC in Weatherford, just off I-40 at Airport Road, and online at CumminsBPG.com. GMC, we are professional grade. Hi, I'm James with Western Equipment. Listen up any high school junior and senior and any parent or grandparent of any high school junior or senior. By your junior and senior year, it's time to start planning for a job. Right now, if you don't know what you want to do, check out the John Deere AgTech program through Western Equipment. It's a two-year program, and afterwards, we guarantee you a solid job at one of our 21 locations in Texas, Oklahoma, or New Mexico. Now is the time. Visit west equipcom forward slash careers for more information to apply. Bad ones, bad ones. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? Bad ones, bad ones. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? Hey! Jaman, the bad worms be coming for your trees and your shrubs. It's called an infestation. You need to be calling the bad one cops. That's Derek Chisholm and Brady Hickman with C4 Spray, man. Visit ZipForSpring.com or find them on the Facebook. And why do I sound more Irish than Jamaican? 722, 22 after 7 o'clock. By the way, that's C4 Spring. Google C4 Spring if you need any kind of work done on those bag worms. With us today is Mustafa Saimi. Good morning. And who's on the program the rest of this week on in this well, time slot? Quick rundown. How about Commissioner Bruce Walker? Tuesday, Wednesday, we'll have uh, advanced planning and financial planning strategies with uh, Briley and Brian Baca. And then we have Thursday, we got, I'm trying to pick this up, Dr. Lovell is over. She'll be visiting us on Thursday. Then we have our OSU Extension Office on Friday morning. We have our guests at the Crossfire team. These are supposed to be interesting programs. Yeah, Anthony Moore and Anthony. Cindy Munson. And then we have Lisa Rao going to be representing the OSU Extension. Reminds office. me of the Tonight Show. Yeah, we just got a, we got a heck of a lineup, don't we? In fact, I'm looking at Johnny, uh, and, <laughs> we, Johnny and Ed. Uh, yeah, there you go. And then yes. the guest says, uh, oh, I've got to go. Yeah, you're on the couch with your legs. I'm on the couch. Here. And like, got your legs crossed. Yeah, i got to leave early. He's got to leave early. That's so, uh, the street sweeper deal, did you find out where it is? I'm looking. Uh, we, I know that we have a street sweeper, and I know that there has been training issues, uh, you know, with uh, the sweeper. Uh, I, I, my last communication, which has been several weeks ago, was that it was 
being run, but it was uh, kind of a specific uh, formula uh, and not a one that you could really see the street sweeper in the same spot every day, you know, or or or, or know it'd be there once a week or that sort of thing. It's uh, being worked out, but I'm 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 waiting if I oh I'm waiting from the city so let's, have some update. Let's talk about the hospital. Yes. I know you've been really involved in getting this hospital Absolutely. deal done. It sounds yes. like, at least from what I've what's been reported, that you're heading in the positive direction. Absolutely. We have always been headed in a positive direction. It's just that we have gone through some unnecessary uh, and, in a lot of ways, unanticipated, since none of us have ever really been here before, uh, uh, dips uh, that have uh, created a delay and transitioning uh, to the new Clinton Regional Hospital. And a lot of it's bureaucratic uh, regulations, um, things that uh, we've been working through. But we have, uh, we meaning, you know, the city uh, has been working diligently with uh, our legal partners. um, And we've been satisfied that we are on the right direction. And we have a consultant now who has been working with us the last several weeks and with the State Department of Health. And um, the word we're getting is that um, we're very close to reopening. So you got any kind of a timeline or any thoughts well, about I mean, when the hard, you might actually open? You know, we thought in January the timeline was going to be March. I mean, that's, you know, that's why we paid all the employees uh, for four, four months. Uh, Does your uh, consultant, surely we asked him how long it's going to take. What do you think? Well, he's he only here six months. Uh, he's on a six-month contract. And, and then we hired him at least a month or two months ago. I can't remember how many months we are into that contract. But, uh, I, you know, I think very hopeful about within the next 30 to 60 days. And, um, so you've got to get a license, right, from the state health department? Yeah, That's what we were talking Medicare, about Medicare a minute ago. Uh, when the, when, uh, when the uh, Medicare license was refused uh, to be transferred and was terminated, then there, seemed to, there was a simultaneous termination of the state license. And um, we, way back in November, um, um, we applied for, in November, with the state health department for a new license, new state license. And um, like I said, there's been some bureaucratic kind of ups and downs in uh, their timeline, uh, but we were we were ahead of the game before the end of the year in trying to get a state license so that we could be allowed to open in a, in a fashion, you know, where there would be some uh, variances given and um, We'd be off and running. We thought we were led to believe that you know that could be a first quarter uh, situation, but then we ran into some uh, uh, difficulties, and it looked like it was going to be much longer than that. And that's when we shifted gears and our strategy changed. So and, you know, I noticed uh, in the reporting that at least what I heard that uh, initially this other group you're talking about six million dollars to go in there and redo things and now you're talking about a little less money right yes because of the people we've hired uh, were pretty savvy in what the baseline was going to be necessary to get it reopened so um, we are in a position if this all works uh, or when it works that we're not going to have to spend that six and a half million dollars just to reopen um, the hospital kind of as it was, uh, that may not be what we want anyway. We, you know, we want a 
state-of-the-art uh, 2023 rural hospital system. We're given an opportunity here now to do that. We don't have to spend the money. We don't want to have to spend the money in advance uh, to just redo what we have uh, just to be reopened. So uh, our game plan has changed, and um, we are extremely hopeful that we'll be able to reopen in a uh, less financially strained way uh, so that we could we have a, a beautiful emergency uh, delivery area emergency room the uh, you know 22 beds uh, ready to go all our scans uh, all the blood work we're reset up from an organizational standpoint under this consultant and if you went in the Clinton hospital now and saw it you would be extremely impressed because they've been making they've been upgrading and changing things you know without the license i mean getting ready for right. uh, uh, all new lighting on the outside of the hospital um uh, so we're we are primed and ready to go but much less expensive herald uh up front so one other thing quickly sutherland's it's been open now for a few weeks right there are some questions as to as to how soon we can start having some of that tax money available for our coffers there at city hall well clinton years ago years ago before my time developed an incentive program for new businesses mostly or if existing business that was going to bring in something brand new they could apply for a tax deferment uh, or tax abatement a credit and uh sutherland's did that so i think that you know could be a few years before we have the full uh tax uh base uh from sutherland's simply because they took advantage of it, it was an incentive so how many, how long you know how long uh, i think it could be up to five years so is that something that that's the only the city be? sales tax the state sales tax is still collected that so they get correct. a break uh, charging people the city, no city sales tax at Sutherland. It's the, it's right the city. Yeah. You're right. It's the city sales so that's, tax. That's uh, an incentive to go shop there, I would think. That's two four mm-hmm. 4% discount. Uh, what, what is your city sales tax? 4.5. So it's a 4.5% discount. And if you think about it, not too long ago there was a proposal to eliminate that tax, and now we really would have been in a pickle in that situation, right? Well, not necessarily because you weren't getting the state tax anyway. So proposal to eliminate what? Well, what? there was a proposal across the legislature oh, to for eliminate the gro- on grocery sales tax. The state grocery. portion of it. The state portion. That would have been the not state. Not on the yeah, local. Not on the so local. So it really has no, that would have no effect on Southern, except it would reduce the total sales tax because Southern's is not a grocery well, so, store, so it wouldn't affect well, them anyway. Sutherland's anyone. is bringing is a whole new employee count, people living, eating, working, being paid. Yeah, yeah, and then the whole attraction of people from coming from I don't know fifty miles from here or sixty shopping in Clinton, um, and they're going to be a part of the new Clinton economy. Here. Yeah, and yeah, uh, when, next year when we break ground or ODOT breaks ground on this sixty million dollar uh, highway project on Exit sixty five, they're going to be an anchor there have we nailed down how we're going to finance that well i am i've got to applaud our city manager robert johnston he was tasked when we hired him three years ago said robert oh by the way uh in 2024 the city's going to need to write a check for 10 percent of the uh, project and he has done a masterful job in in taking money frankly and saving money and uh and earmarking money for the last three or four years out of city coffers uh and i I think his report is is it will we'll we'll just be ready to write a check 
big big advancement for the Clinton area when that's done, and and that'll take a while, but but uh, eventually ta- be worthwhile. It will take a while, but it, it it's it's not too much to say it will create uh, a new Clinton. I like the new cleanup there. That's a new Clinton in itself. Yeah, uh, the trade know, winds. The, yeah, the trade winds, and then of course. Glancy. Uh, and then the other hotel yeah, that the was one that, an older hotel. Yeah, and that's, uh, that's you know. Um, Is Rick Cook going to build another hotel in there somewhere? I don't know land? about Rick's plans. You know, no. he bought that old red carpet Holiday Inn motel. Well, hotel. he, owns that, he owns that property. Yeah. So I don't know what's going to – we don't know. Um, Maybe a new uh, ASAP General Store right in there would be good. There's, it's, it's, that, that is a fantastic location. For so the Calmez is gone. Basically, the, well, you're you not going to do the Glancy. I meant the Calmez was gone several years right. ago. The Glancy, but, the Glancy, uh, we had to prioritize. Uh, there was a lot of us that knows that once something's gone, it's it's gone. And the Route 66 is so valuable to Clinton as far as travel, and uh, so we did everything we could to uh, reinvent the Glancy. Uh, for those people from France and from all over the world that, that are coming to Clinton uh, uh, to have something to see, but uh, we also had a huge priority to have the uh, Oklahoma, the Highway Patrol, uh, stay in Clinton, and everything began to come together. And we're now going to have a bigger, better law enforcement center with OSBI and the Highway Patrol. They're going to build, but but they the location they want is where the Glancy is. So it became a matter of priorities, and our other uh, uh, attempts had uh, had not worked out uh, prior to that uh, to uh, to revitalize the Glancy. So we are going. The sign is not going to be in question. The the Glancy sign. Every day I walk, go home from work, I see people from all over the United States taking pictures out in front of the Glancy, and it's mostly the sign, and it's been going on for months and years. Maybe that sign could go out in the newest area of the Well, there's the, a the uh, there, that had, they haven't concluded, uh, you know, kind of a location and where, but you know, there's all sorts of exciting possibilities, like a neon park, which would you know highlight the Glancy sign along with the Calmes, along with the Rio Siesta, along with the Trade Winds, uh, a neon park, and it's Very good. Uh, yeah. So we're excited about the future. Tune in every weekday at 6 a.m. for The Right Time with Harold Wright. Brought to you by Priority Home Medical Equipment on 99.3 News Talk KCLI.